You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. All right, Slow Down Society, let's talk today about being disappointed because nobody likes feeling disappointed and it just feels icky. It feels sad. It's uncomfortable and it's a really kind of big part of life, unfortunately. We've got a whole bunch of emotions, a whole bunch of feelings. And a big part of what I do with my coaching clients is to talk to them about feeling all of their feelings, all of their feels, and then going through them and processing them and only acting on the facts. So feel all the feels and act on the facts. And being disappointed is a part of the human experience. So in one of the very first few episodes when I got started on this podcast is we talked about slow parenting. And I think that was way back in episode number five when we talk about slow parenting and teaching your children to slow down. I gave you a resource called Kimochis and that's K-I-M-O. C-H-I-S. And it's sort of a behavior tool that social workers use, therapists work, um, children use them in school in many areas. In the, the particular school that I work in, we do have Kamochis and all of the teachers and staff have gone through Kamochi training. You do not need to be an educator or a therapist in any way to use Kamochis. If you go on their website, there's a whole bunch of information for parents and how to talk to your children about feelings. And they have little faces with different colors. And if you want, you can order this little bag of stuffed animals. And so then if your child is feeling sad or feeling frustrated, there is a like actual stuffed animal that they can hold in their hand. And I'm saying stuffed animal like it's an animal. It's not. It's a feeling. So it's essentially like a stuffed emoji, but it's called a kimochi. So K-I-M-O-C-H-I. I would highly recommend paying attention to it. But anyway, goof around on their website. You'll see that there are PDFs. And the PDF what I have laminated in my office and what I've used with my own kids and talked to my coaching clients about is when you are feeling a feeling such as disappointment, don't try and quickly dismiss it and move on to another feeling or, or a better feeling <laughs> feeling right away. It's okay to sit with it for a while and feel all sides and really work through it. And I think what happens a lot of times with adults is when they are feeling frustrated and upset and 
for a lack of a better term, kind of floundery and not understanding what is going on. It's because they're not pausing and taking the time to really slow down and process all of their feelings. And if you're listening to me, you are interested in self-help and self-growth and personal development, and you're certainly interested in trying to help your children to the best as you can and help them process all of it. And so dealing with disappointment is really just sort of a fact of life. And if you own it and understand, huh, I have had this feeling before and I don't like it. It feels uncomfortable. I feel a little nauseous. I feel sad and disappointed and discouraged. And I thought something was going to happen. And I was really excited that the something I thought was going to happen would happen. And it didn't. And so now I'm, I'm just bummed and it doesn't feel right. And I'm kind of a little bit cranky and just sort of taking the time to process it not only will help you be a better parent then for your parents, but it will help you then understand when your kids are going through disappointment and rejection. So a lot of times disappointment comes from rejected where maybe a, a, a spouse or, or someone that you were trying to interact with didn't give you the same sort of feedback or reaction that you were expecting. And so you feel rejected and that hurts. And and again, when you're going through life, there's jobs that you didn't get and you really thought that was going to happen. And, and there's these little tiny problems that happen through life and you just sort of work through them. And the more you deal with disappointment, the better you get at it. And it sounds really silly, but sometimes people are so scared of this feeling that they no longer try to do hard things. They no longer try and meet new people or meet new friends or go to a new restaurant because they're worried it's not going to live up to their expectations and they'll feel disappointed. And I don't want that to happen to you. It's just a, it's just silly. So my definition of disappointment is a math equation, which if you know me, you'll know how absolutely ridiculous that is because math, math and stuff are not actual friends, but it is your expectation divided by reality is what equals disappointment. So for instance, if you're coming home from work, and your expectation is, your, your hope at least, is that the dishes are going to be emptied from the dishwasher and the kitchen will be slightly tidied up so then you can start cooking dinner. That's your expectation. But when you come home, the reality is nobody emptied the dishwasher and the kids that were home earlier made an elaborate mess in the kitchen and made macaroni and cheese and there's macaroni and cheese powder all over the counter and the soggy pasta strainer is still in the sink and there's just weird stuff <laughs> all over your kitchen. And so you're disappointed. The expectation did not meet reality and you are absolutely, absolutely in the right 
to be disappointed. And in that situation, I'd probably be a little annoyed <laughs> also. So I would mix disappointment with annoyance. But but that's okay. And, and what the problem is, is when people aren't comfortable dealing with each and every emotion and they're trying to shove it aside or they're trying to think positive all the time. There's that sort of toxic positivity movement that is happening and, and people are rightfully kind of calling others out for it because sometimes bad stuff happens and it's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be sad. And that doesn't mean that you're not a positive person, that you can't find the eventual silver lining, but it means that you're, you're feeling a feel right now. You're, you're absolutely just feeling a feel. So I have a taped voicemail that I want to play for you. And it's from a reader, um, Kylie and Kylie, she wrote in and called in and she's talking about mother's day and mother's day is a really big kind of hot button issue for a lot of people. And I know the last podcast that we recorded was about dealing with triggers and (laughs) mother's day in itself can really sort of stir up a lot of uncomfortable emotions and feelings. If you lost your mom and everyone is talking about how great their mom is and you lost yours or your mom perhaps maybe wasn't all that great, it feels really uncomfortable. And I absolutely understand feeling just bleh and and just bummed and wanting to just sort of wish the day away. And I want you to know that if that is you, you are absolutely not alone. And I also want you to know that it's okay to preemptively sort of set up some boundaries for yourself when it comes to Mother's Day or any holiday really and decide beforehand when you're in a good mood what you are okay with and what you're not okay with and sort of map it out and try your hardest then to play your map out. So then the reality hopefully is as close to your expectation as possible because you, you took the time to set the stage because you, you unfortunately cannot, (laughs) you cannot expect anyone to fully read your mind and you cannot expect your husband or your children or your own mother or your own mother-in-law to mind read and know what you want and what you don't want. So I'm going to play Kylie's message. Hi, Steph. I have two kids, three and 10 months. My moms are retired, wealthy, and have all the time in the world to do whatever they want. I'm trying to find a polite way to say that they have had 30 plus years of Mother's Days and now it should be my turn. I'd love to take a drive to the beach with my little family and make some memories, but instead I'm stressed and stretched thin, like every other day of the year. I'm spending Mother's Day weekend at my mother-in-law's on Saturday, visiting my grandma's nursing home on Sunday morning, and with my mom's Sunday afternoon. I feel selfish saying this. I was just wondering if you've ever been in a similar situation and how to keep this from happening in the future. Thank you, Steph. Okay, Kylie. Thank you. So, I... (laughs) 
absolutely hear your words. And I completely understand where you're coming from. So you've got two kids. One is three and the other is 10 months. And this means you're tired. And, And I get it. And I understand why you want to just sort of make your own memories with your own little nuclear family and find a different way to celebrate your mom and your mother-in-law and your grandma. I absolutely agree with you that that should be the case. Unfortunately, it's too late for this year. This year, these plans are now in place. You're spending Mother's Day weekend at your mother-in-law's and visiting your grandma in a nursing home and then visiting with your own mom. So what it sounds like is the plans are already set. The stage is already set. And and this is what is happening this year. And the best thing to do is to put a pin in this year and just decide, I'm going to do this this year. And I'm going to be the best version of myself right now for this year and do these things. And I'm going to play a role and I'm going to play a part, and I am not doing what I want to do. And I'm literally doing these things right now to please others. So that is what you're going to do for this year. And my best advice to you is to come to peace with that before the day starts. And just, this is, it is what it is, Kylie. This is what I'm doing this year. This is what's happening I'm not going to allow this to happen in future years, but this is happening this year. And then enjoy the day. (laughs) Enjoy all of the day and take all of the pictures and and hug grandma and and do all of the things and, and play the role that you are expected to play that day. And then next year, come, come Christmas, come New Year's, start talking about Mother's Day. If you want to get away to the beach with your family, book something. Put it on the books. Get a little Airbnb or or find a a beachfront hotel and book it. And you're out of town now on Mother's Day and you get to do whatever it is you want. What I don't want you to do is not start planning and hope and pray that someone's going to read your mind and do this for you because they're just not. And it's better <laughs> to decide that they're just not than to, to hope and wish and pray for that to happen. I read something and it was actually written by Paula Dean and I thought it was so interesting. And she was talking about how she is now a grandma of 11 children, 11 grandchildren. And she was talking about how she is so happy now to like sort of pass along Mother's Day to the young moms in the family. So her daughters and daughter-in-laws and let them enjoy the day. And she pampers them and and cooks and cleans and does all the thing. And I think they have a, a great big, huge banquet at their house and all of the extended family comes and she dotes on the new moms. And this may or may not happen for you 
because <laughs> chances are most people don't have the amount of funds that Paula Dean does. But the sentiment can hopefully get out there and, and you most certainly with your own children can pass this along when you're a grandma that it's a nice idea to help out the ones that are actively in the trenches, the ones that are sleep deprived and that sort of thing. And you do not need to spend a whole bunch of your efforting trying to please the older women in your life. And you said earlier that your mom in your eyes has had 30 Mother's Days and this is your third and you want it all to yourself. And, and I totally hear you and agree with you. And my hope is that the more people are honest and, and talk about this up front, that maybe the tide will turn and these next generations will, will understand and realize that let's have this for the people who are actively, actively in the trenches and doing all of the, the day-to-day momming. Okay. I hope that was helpful to you. If you've got any questions, if you have any clarifying thoughts, let me know, write back to me, tell me if I'm way off base, but just know in general, there's not much you can do to avoid disappointment except to try to manage your expectations. And the worst thing you can do is to be disappointed in yourself. And the best way to keep that from happening is to go slow and be thoughtful and plan ahead and then try your hardest to stick to that plan. But know that this is life and real stuff happens and you, you need to pivot. You need to reprogram that GPS sometimes. Well, not reprogram it because you know where the end result is, but, but recalculate and just keep going when all else fails, one foot in front of the other. Okay. I hope this was helpful. Thank you. If at any time you have any questions or comments, let me know. Find me on Facebook and Instagram. Shoot me an email. I answer my own email. I'm here for you. And I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. And I will talk to you next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.